This is Meg Tilton at the 8 Cow Life, and you are listening to episode number 64. What if you have a passion that's not going to change the world? This is the 8 Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to the podcast this week, everyone. We are just on the other side of General Conference this morning, so I'm hoping that we're all still good with the world. (laughs) I know we will be because it's totally inspired and I'm actually recording this Saturday night before Monday. So it has already been announced that we are definitely going to the two hour block, which if you listen to a cup of Joel from yesterday, that was one of our predictions, but we still have two conference sessions ahead of me before this will go live. So I'm excited to see what still might happen, but Even if nothing gets revealed in terms of big changes that are happening in the church, I have just loved conference. I especially love the women's broadcast that was tonight. I found it extremely powerful, extremely insightful. The women who gave talks were amazing. They were so articulate and just said everything that I needed to hear. And it was just awesome. And then the first presence he spoke And they said really awesome things too. I really, really appreciated Elder Eyring's talk, who I kind of have a personal connection to. He was my mother's bishop when she was in a singles ward in California. So that's kind of fun. And I really appreciated Elder Oak's talk. He was great. And of course, President Nelson's talk was amazing. And he is just such an inspired man. And so... One of the things was, is that we have to take a 10 day fast from social media. I have to say when he first said it, he kind of paused after the word fast. I don't know if you caught that. He said, I'm challenging you to take a 10 day fast. And I was like, uh, (laughs) I don't know if we all can do that. But then he followed it up by social media, which is still, I think, going to be something that's very hard, especially for me. But I think it is so needed in my life. And I'm excited to take that fast and kind of go through the withdrawals of social media withdrawal. But I think it'll be really, really good. So that's super exciting stuff that's happening in the church. But let's get to the podcast. So today's podcast comes to you from an answer that came from Kendra Huffman's interview last week. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please go back and listen to it. It's amazing. She talks about following her passion of becoming a life coach as well, but she also talks about uh, who she serves in her life coaching, which is women whose husbands have left the LDS church or who are less active. So that is definitely something that you want to check out if you are in that position yourself, or if you know somebody who is in that position and they are struggling and need some help, Kendra is definitely your woman. 
But I just wanted to talk today about something that she brought up on that podcast that I thought was really important. So let's take a listen to what she did say, and then we will discuss it. Some people's passions don't need to be that you're going to change the world. It could be just passionate about really anything. But if it Mm -hmm. makes you come alive and give you energy and be creative, then I think it's a good passion. It doesn't really matter what it is. So good, right? So this is what I really want to focus on today in today's podcast, because I think a lot of times we have this idea that if we are going to do anything meaningful that is worthy of our effort, our time, our energy, then it needs to impact massive amounts of people. So I think for today's discussion, I really need to define world for you. And I'm going to kind of go about this in a roundabout way. I'm not just going to like blurb it out there, but here's kind of where I'm coming from. I want you to think about who changes the world and how do they do it? So this is my answer. I believe everyone changes the world in some way. And we all do that by simply living our lives. So that can be for good or for bad, right? Like we know a lot of people who have changed the world in what we would think are negative ways. And we also know a lot of people who have changed the world for positive ways. Like if you think about the name Osama bin Laden, most of us would think that that was a negative impact that he changed the world. If you think about Mother Teresa you're going to think about somebody who changed the world for good, okay? So we all change the world no matter what, in some way. Now, this reminds me of the story that I'm sure many of us have heard about the young man who was standing on a beach that was covered in starfish. And he was picking one starfish up after another and throwing it into the ocean, And this person, other person came along and they said, what are you doing? Like, why are you picking these starfish up and why are you throwing them back in? Like the beach is littered with starfish. It's not going to make a difference. And this young man listened politely and then he bent down and he picked up a starfish and he threw it back in and he turns to the person and he says, it made a difference to that one. Such a powerful story. Because we live in a society today that seems to be like all or nothing. If you feel like you cannot make an impact on massive amounts of people, then why should you even try? But I want you to think about it this way. If you were to touch only one person's life, do you think that you would change the world? I think you would. Everything that you do and everything that I do, and everything that every person on this planet does has ripple effects. Now, what if that one person who changed was you? This is not something that we think or that we talk about a lot in society or in the church. We focus a lot on service and looking outward, which is exactly where we should be looking. But I believe God asks us to do these things not so much because of the impact that it will have on other people, but because of the impact and change it has on you 
for doing the service. In fact, this very concept is exactly what Joel and I discussed in October's edition of A Cup of Joel. Here is what Joel had to say about the effects of service on us as individuals. I want to get to heaven as much a state of being as it is a state of doing. And how do you become that being? Well, service, 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 service. Uh, this is not a ch- podcast about service, but, but that's mm-hmm. how we change our inner man or inner woman by serving others. Serving is doing, but it's like a, in chemistry class, it, it creates a chemical change within us if we allow it to, that changes our being. So I totally agree with this concept that Joel introduced that in order for us to become something, we have to change and that service is often the way that we do this. This concept of the importance of individual change was taught to me on my mission. When I was on my mission, we would often read the scriptures in the Doctrine and Covenants section 18 verses 15 through 16, where it states, And if it so be that ye should labor all your days in crying repentance unto this people, and bring save it be one soul unto me, how great shall be your joy with him in the kingdom of my Father. And now, if your joy will be great with one soul that you have brought unto me into the kingdom of my Father, how great will be your joy if you should bring many souls unto me. I will never forget when my mission president told me to make sure that that one soul to come unto God was me. Think about it. What good would all that work have been if I had saved everyone else on my mission, but not myself? So I want you to apply that concept to your life. If you're going to go out and make this huge difference and impact on the world, but it doesn't make any impact on you, what is the point? Let's apply this concept to building and developing your passions. When you develop your passions, if the drive to do so is because of the benefit and service it will provide others, the byproduct is that you grow and develop into a better version of yourself, which is part of the path of salvation. When you help others and change yourself, there are lasting and long-reaching ripple effects in so many areas of your life. So let's explore for a minute how following your passions will change you and the ripple effects it will have in your everyday life. When you start doing things that make you feel more complete and like you were growing into a better person who was using the talents and gifts God has bestowed on you, I guarantee you will start seeing versions of some of the following things happening in your life. One, you will be more open and real with your husband. Two, You will be better and more focused as a mom. Three, you will be more giving and understanding as a friend. Four, you will care less about what others think of you. And five, you will be able to show up and serve from a more loving and authentic place. Now, these are just examples, but they cover a pretty big range of what your life would be. Now, all of these changes will start to take place because you are not looking to others for your worth, for your validation, or for your happiness. 
you will already be generating those things for yourself and thus have a greater ability and capacity to share and give to others instead of needing others to give it to you. Do you see how that works? It's so important. It's really a concept of being self-reliant, right? We think so often that self-reliance only has to do with our temporal needs. That is, I think, the furthest thing from the truth. We need to be self-reliant when it comes to our worth and purpose on this earth. Now, if growing yourself and your capacities and being able to share these things with other people and not having to get your worth and your validation and your happiness from other people doesn't change the world, I don't really know what else would. As you develop and grow and feel fulfilled, the world will change. It may just be within the walls of your own home, but that is how the world changes to begin with, right? So if you can't think of how your passion will change others, start with how it will change you. And if that's too hard, start with how it will change the lives of those in your home for better. Because I guarantee you it will. I 100% promise you that. It is a divine concept that is inherent to us as children of our Heavenly Father. So don't feel overwhelmed and don't feel down and don't feel discouraged if you feel like your passion that you want to go after is not going to affect massive amounts of people. Because if it just affects you, that is enough. And that will make a huge difference in the world. I promise. All right, everybody, have a great week. We are so lucky to live in this day and age in the world today. I know there's so much discouragement and it seems like so many awful things are happening in the world. And I don't want to downplay those at all, but we also live in such an amazing time and a time that you were saved for, that you get to be here to make a difference in the world and to put your influence and to to put your reach and to put your love and your service out there for others to enjoy. And so I hope you do that this week. I love you all and I hope you have a fantastic week and I will see you back here next week. Bye-bye.